Ah, summer. The best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I am all in. I am all in with Scott Patterson, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hey, everybody. Uh, listen, uh, we have a very special guest. Uh, Milo Ventimiglia is going to join us, my good buddy. Uh, for over 20 years. Uh, he's one of the most uh, decorated and well-deserving uh, of those awards and, and nominations uh, actors uh, working in the business today. Uh, he's a personal friend of mine. Uh, he's a terrific, terrific guy, terrific actor. Uh, he's also uh, done some of the most uh, interesting work. Right now he's Jack Pearson on uh, This Is Us, the smash hit uh, on NBC. Uh, but he's also doing a podcast called Strawberry Spring, which is on iHeart. Uh, it's a Stephen King uh, kind of a murder mystery. He's doing it with Garrett Hudland and Sidney Sweeney, the, the 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 wonderful Sidney Sweeney, and others. And so he's he's doing that podcast, and I think they've they've done a, a 
couple of episodes, eight episodes or something, and they're in the can and they're they're downloadable on Wednesdays on iHeart. Uh, but we're going to talk to Milo, and uh, I'm very excited. Um, any chance to spend some time with Milo is time well spent, and uh, so we're uh, we're going to talk to Milo and uh, uh, after these messages. Ah, summer, the best time of the year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices, and vacation disappears quicker than ice cream melts. But what if summer doesn't have to come with a scorching price tag? What if there's another way? With IKEA, your plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Dreamy getaways can mean the perfect reading nook right outside your window, picnic in the shade, or taking your morning coffee to meet the morning sun. Really, any meal tastes better outside. Create that summer escape for family and friends and start planning a better, more affordable summer right now. You can be the host with the most and the least worries. This summer, make your doorstep the perfect vacation destination with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Mr. Milo. <laughs> there he is. What's up, brother? How you What's doing, man? Up? How you doing, guy? I'm great, dude. It's great oh, to see your face, guy. Great to see you. You must be so busy. Thank you for yeah. taking the time to do this. Absolutely, man. Really Absolutely. appreciate it. Really, really appreciate Absolutely. it. Absolutely. How you doing? What's going on? 
you know, we uh, we sold the house. We moved uh, closer to the beach, and uh, Nick's back in school, and you know, we're just we're just living our That's lives. That's good, man. dude. Yeah. That's great. That's Anything great, happen man. in your life uh, uh, re- uh, lately? <laughs> um, <laughs> Taking over the entertainment business? <laughs> uh, one or two things. No, you know me. I'm married to work. Um, no, things things are things are well. You know, plugging away sixth season of the show. Um, and uh, did a little traveling over the break on the hiatus. Decided not to work and yeah. try and spend some time with people. You know what I found was there were a lot of people – of course, coming out of what last year was that I think needed to be reminded that that the world will open back up, things will level, things will right. And I kind of took it upon myself to just travel around and see a few friends best I could, as safely as I could, knowing that maybe they needed to see someone outside of their immediate world. So mm-hmm. that's what I did. Mm. And now I'm back in the grind of Los Angeles work, traffic, all the all the like wearing makeup, things like that. <laughs> yeah, man, you're keeping it real. I see uh on your social yeah, you'll go out and you'll and you'll travel around uh and you'll you'll go great distances. I mean, you'll just drive, 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 you'll visit the Grand yeah. Canyon, you'll visit, you'll take that what do you take an airstream with you and just yeah, go? Yeah, yeah. Last uh last year I picked up my first airstream and realized it wasn't quite as big enough, as big as what I'd like to have. So <laughs> I sold that, got a second one that was bigger. Okay. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I again, you know, I mean, you, you know me, it's like I think as long as we've known each other, it's like we've always just talked about being like kind of out in the world and me being out in the world. And, mm-hmm. you know, once the uh, the kind of globe slowed down and we had to reassess what getting out of our own houses meant, um, I found a lot of comfort uh, taking a trailer, taking an Airstream and actually like getting around and seeing what's next door, seeing mm-hmm. kind of my neighbors. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I was a kid, I used to take trips all the time i mean we'd go to arizona we'd go to oregon we'd go to utah we kind of just go to maybe as far as colorado but mm-hmm. we take these family trips and and uh i just really enjoy it i definitely yeah. enjoy it so and yeah and then then eventually i post like i think i haven't posted anything on uh, social media and probably like well on instagram particularly probably in like five or six months which means i've wow. probably got I don't know, maybe like a hundred photos ready to go up or something like that for the last six months. People will, will, will stop what they're doing and, and check it out for sure. Um, yeah, maybe. Uh, but yeah, what a wonderful thing it is to travel just to get out there. And especially yeah. in this business when you're, when, when it's so, and you know, I know how it is too. It's very, it can get a little taxing on your system and you need to just go recharge and you need, so I, yeah. I, I get out and, you know, I, my big thing is skiing and I, yeah. man, but even before I got the show, I, I throw stuff in my truck and drive to Utah. I'd, I'd be a snowstorm chaser and go chase the, yeah. the, the powder and just do that uh, for the winter as I could. I uh, can't do it anymore because sure. you have a family, but still we get out there. But yeah, the need to get out there and travel is, 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 yeah. it's a wonderful thing. Yeah. No, it? now, now, now you just bring roommates. <laughs> Exactly. that's how it is you bring your roommates <laughs> you know it's funny it's like I, when you're talking about uh when you're talking about um like recharging you know i you you and i always worked the same I, you know i i remember i remember being on set and so many moments like just having to like work workshop those lines and workshop those scenes and 
you know, I was always grateful to do that with you because that's also your process. Um, mm-hmm. But sometimes that just gets, you get so focused on it. That's really the only thing you're thinking about. And, and you, you never understand, or I would never understand that I would just be kind of drawing from the well. I'd be pulling and pulling and pulling and like using all that kind of emotional currency or, or uh, spiritual currency, or just kind of, you know, what we have to do as artists mm-hmm. using that. That at a certain point, you really need to fill that back up. And for me, it's always people that, I, that I'm close to, you know, having a friend that I know I'm going to know for the rest of my life and being able to spend time that doesn't feel like it's work, mm-hmm. you know, and travel mm-hmm. and also yeah, be, seeing different sites and all that and seeing familiar sites too. So, right. Right. Yeah. Just, just re- refilling that well. It, it is a very demanding I mean, anything is, uh, but I mean, acting sure. is a very demanding job. Uh, yeah. Because it's not just what you're doing. It's not what you're doing in front of the camera. It's how you're interacting with everybody else on the set. And oh, man. you do Big that. Time. You do that particularly well because I think it's just you're sort of a naturally outgoing, uh, friendly person. Naturally outgoing, outgoing, naturally outgoing introvert. All right. <laughs> No, there is an introvert in you. There is there is a side yeah. of you that's very introverted, but it doesn't it you know it doesn't make you, um, you know it doesn't make you block off the world or block off mm-hmm. people. I mean, you're still yeah. open to people while you're working. So yeah. I always I was I was always uh, very impressed by that fact. Um, how did we meet? Well, do you remember the first time we met? Oh man. I don't remember the first moment. I think I very much just remember that first day of filming. Right. And that first day of filming is when you, Luke and Jess were at odds. He was kind of forced to have to go to school and we were right. doing that big walk and talk right before you pushed me in the lake. That was the first thing we did together. I think it was, or no, no, no. You know what it was? No, I think the first thing we did together was getting off the bus. I think we actually, they gave us moment one, which was a simple scene, barely anything spoken, but I think that was like the first like real working moment. I think we met each other in passing when I got the job. Cause wait, did we do table reads? Yes, we did early on. We did for a couple of seasons. Yeah. Then I think we probably met maybe at a table read or, or right. shortly before. I really can't remember. Right. What I remember is just diving right in. Mm-hmm. Like like no pleasantries, no no bullshit. Just literally just be like, okay, <laughs> this is Scott, this is mine. Like this is how we're gonna fight. This is how we're gonna work. You know. And two, what was always funny to me was, dude, you you and I were always like really cool and engaged and like had a lot to talk about. But of course, we're playing these characters that, you know, Jess was he was a punk kid who didn't want to hear it from anybody. Mm-hmm. And you know, Luke was losing his mind with this kid that he got saddled with from his sister and. And, you know, could, who you and I were could not have been more opposite than who Jess and Luke were. Mm-hmm. But also where Jess and Luke kind of got to, I think, ultimately was closer to who you and I were in terms of like like relationship and whatnot. You know, because mm-hmm. I think I think, you know, Jess grew up, Jess learned some lessons and Luke had been through some stuff. And that's all fascinating. It's all fascinating. I remember, I remember shooting that, uh, the lake push scene. I remember the walk and talk was like 30. We did like 30 takes, didn't we? Yeah, we did. But the, the lake push was one. One take. Yeah. That was, that was the first one. Yeah. And then we did get a safety 
just in case. We did it twice. I think we did it twice. Yeah. <sighs> Cause I remember I had to, I had to change. I had oh, yeah. three different changes. Brenda Mabin was there. Right. I had a blanket to like put around me just to change really quick on the, on the go, instead of going all the way back to our trailers on the other side of the last samurai right, right, uh, right. set. That's right. You know, That's it was right. like, yeah. 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 Tom Cruise was over there. That's right. Yeah. That's oh, right. There were so many things that would come through that lot. It was, it was so fun to watch too. I know. And like you, you, I remember being on that lot and seeing like George Clooney mm-hmm. and Anthony Edwards playing basketball. And then you knew Tom Cruise was shooting a movie and then you'd walk past the friends set to get from our stages and trailers to get to the back lot where the gazebo was. And you just like see them and you'd see the cars and you'd, you talk mm-hmm. to the security guys, Ramos, because you you know you just you see these people every day, so you just start talking to them, you know their names and everything. And um, I mean, what a magical time! And then thinking to myself as a young actor, wow, I've got a spot, I've got I've got a concrete slab that has my name on it mm-hmm. on the Warner Brothers film studio lot. Yeah, wow. Yeah, I'm 24 years old. Yeah. This is unbelievable. Yeah, that was cool. Hey, it was cool for me too. I was in my early forties, and it was it was like, yeah, I've I've got a parking spot over here with my name on. Yeah, that that was yeah, that was awesome. It's so cool. Uh, yeah, I remember when they were doing Oceans eleven mm-hmm. or twelve or thirteen, whichever one it was. Uh, and they were right across the street from my. It's like Brad Pitt and Clooney p- pulled up on their motorcycles, and then Al Pacino got dropped off his trailer. Mm-hmm. Al Pacino's trailer was was catty corner from my trailer and I went over there. I actually went over there and tried to meet him. Yeah. <laughs> and the PA was like, how'd it go? Not well. It, <laughs> it did not go well. It didn't go well. She looked at me like, get out of here. You jerk. What are you doing? You're not going to meet him. He's in his trailer. Go away. And I'm like, come on. I just, yeah. I just want to, I just want to like, you know, I got to meet the guy. You're like, but that's, but that's my trailer. I that's did. My I did. I said, listen, on it. Like, I'm I said, somebody. I'm not some crazy guy on the lot. I'm yeah. just, you know, I, 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 it's my, just my like trail him. over there. I'm doing a TV series. I just want to meet the guy. She goes, if you don't get out of here, I'm going to call security. Get out. Oh man. <laughs> it's so funny. He's, he's such a, he's such a lovely man. Such yeah. a warm guy. I yeah. did, I did a bunch of, uh, table reads on this script that he really wanted to do about Salvador Dali. And I remember I did one and it was, it was Al and uh, Kelsey Grammer and um, Rita Wilson and a handful uh, Selma Blair was there and just a handful of actors. And we just kind of read this script and workshopped it. And, you know, you just kind of do that and you forget about it. And then like a month later, they're like, hey, Milo, Al wants you to do it again. And I go, OK. And then mm-hmm. like two months later, hey, my Al wants to bring you in to do this again. I'm like, wait, why is Al calling me? And really? That's crazy. But just like he's just one of those guys that dives completely into his his art and his work. Mm-hmm. And I remember mm-hmm. like I got invited to his house to watch Salome. He'd he'd done a recorded version, a filmed version of a stage play right. starring Jessica Chastain before she became Jessica Chastain. Mm-hmm. And I remember I remember everybody just like, whoa, who is this this girl who is this woman she is amazing right and it was just your but, but also at the same time you know like kind of as a fanboy you're sitting i'm like i'm sitting at al pacino's house watching something that he filmed <laughs> and he's asking me my opinion wow this mm-hmm. is this is crazy 
Remember the motorcycle I used to have with the with the Vance and Hines short shots? It was really loud. Oh yeah. I pull up to a, a little theater parking lot to turn around uh, in West Hollywood, and I almost oh. ran over Al Pacino. No In way. that parking lot. Was there a PA to tell you not to talk no, to him? No, no, no. He was by himself. He was getting out of his uh, his SUV and he was going into the theater. You know that little old Globe Theater they have in West Hollywood? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was there. And I roar uh-huh. up and I and he and he and he gives me this like whoa, whoa, because it was really loud. And I came in and yeah. I didn't see him. And I didn't it's not I, I didn't really. But that's when I got to meet him. I, and I got off my motorcycle oh, wow. and I said, You have no idea how, how much I wanted to meet you. <laughs> you were over at the Warner Brothers lot and I was filming a yeah. show and I just wanted to say you were one of my big inspirations. And he was really cool with me. He was just like, yeah. Oh my God. He goes, he goes, your motorcycle's really loud. I said, well, that's to keep me alive, you know? So. Yeah. I know for, for how, for, for how grand he is, for how yeah. grand his performances are. Yeah. He's an artist just like you or I. Yeah, he is. He, he really truly is. And he, and he champions actors. He really, really does. Yes. It's, it's a pretty wonderful thing. It, <laughs> it's, it's good, good reminder for being on the other end of things when there is that younger actor or someone who's maybe, not quite in the position you're in, like to notice the talent, to champion the talent, to give them real honest ideas so mm-hmm. that they can grow in their careers. Mm-hmm. I could talk to you all day. Um, oh, dude, all day, Scott. There's all a day. lot of fan questions. I have to ask you a couple of fan questions sure. if you don't mind. Okay. Yeah, no, man, go for it. Okay. Yeah, of so, course. all right, let's see. Uh, Jessica, maybe it's Jessica Chastain, wants to know. Uh, Jessica from... Uh, she's from Portland, wants to know, looking back, uh, what do you think about Jess and Rory's relationship? It's been a while since I've thought about Jess and Rory's relationship. I know people always ask me questions about it, but I think, you know, it's uh, things are complicated when you're young. I think we can all understand this. I think we can all appreciate it. You know, you're you're going through... A developmental change you are seeing things in the world that you've never seen before you're experiencing things like from from the heart from the from the gut from the head that you're experiencing for the first time you know so i think jess and rory i think they were what they needed at the moment from each other and at the same time you know it didn't work out they went in different directions and that's okay too that's kind of great. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think what I did always appreciate about the two of them was, you know, they outside of what anybody wanted to put onto those two, they, they kind of made their own world. And I think that's pretty cool. I think when there's always going to be outside influence and tell you, how to behave, what to read, what to do, what to look for, what are the pitfalls, what are the glories? Hey, this is what I did when I was your age. But really, that's just people giving you their version of what they think your life should be. So I think Jess and Rory like really kind of found their own world and created their own world. And it lasted beyond just them romantically as teenagers to where they had an actual friendship as they became young adults. Mm-hmm. Would you do it again if uh, they wanted to do some more uh, episodes? A year in the right, life part two. Sure. I mean, the thing the thing is this is like I can't ever get away from it. You know, it's it's for me knowing that like you and Lauren and Alexis 
and probably just about everybody else in the show would show up. And on top of it, it'd probably be Dan and Amy there writing their asses off. It's like, yeah, why wouldn't I? Um, if it would feel like it's there for the right reason versus the wrong reason, like, and we all know those wrong reasons where shows think that the show is bigger than the characters. So they'll try and bring it back just to get more money. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, but are you, are there really more stories to tell? That's, that's where I always kind of go back to the nostalgia of the past of stories that we were a part of is, are there still more stories to tell? Have these characters grown to a point where we actually really want to see more of them? We want to understand where they've been. We're going to discover something new. So I think if they did want to bring it back, and if it was it was Amy and Dan at the helm and you guys were all showing up, I'd be a jerk to not show up. Um, that you just made a lot of people very happy. Not that, not that you don't anyway, but when they hear that, they're going to be very happy. Uh, yeah, no, I'm sure. I mean, listen, every, everybody, you know, the, the way that I look at it was the, uh, the, uh, the four films that were put together after the fact. That felt like the extra slice of cake after you'd already had cake. Right. You had that favorite meal, you had the cake, and then you got something even extra. Like, I, I don't know if they would bring it back I, or in the form that maybe people would want because I'm also big on, Hey, we're artists and we're actors and we evolve and we grow. And yes, we play these parts and they may be iconic and they may be evergreen, but at the same time, it's like, you know, I I look forward to playing a lot of different men over the course of my career. Mm -hmm. Ah, summer, the best time of the year. Usually it doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. And vacation disappears quicker than ice cream melts. But what if summer doesn't have to come with a scorching price tag? What if there's another way? With IKEA, your plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Dreamy getaways can mean the perfect reading nook right outside your window, picnic in the shade, or taking your morning coffee to meet the morning sun. Really, any meal tastes better outside. Create that summer escape for family and friends and start planning a better, more affordable summer right now. You can be the host with the most and the least worries. This summer, make your doorstep the perfect vacation destination with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Let's talk about the sledgehammer scene. My my absolute favorite scene. <laughs> I just, there. You got a room. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, because of the fact that I was talking so much and it was just nice to do an action it was nice to do some physical acting some and just a clever little quick scene uh and the pressure was on and we'd already we'd already proven that we can operate well under pressure with the lake thing mm-hmm. um what'd you think of that scene oh man again that was years ago but i do remember it i, I remember yeah there was a whole whole bunch of gaff and gaw going on beforehand that ultimately you know the came to the moment where you start hitting the wall and i think just just kind of not really understand what's going on and then they go there you got your room i think that was the line there it's like there you have your room mm-hmm. you have your space or whatever and I, yeah i mean there i mean listen we had we had a lot of work i'd have to go back and watch two seasons from 20 years ago to like really truly understand you know i just saw the scene because i hadn't seen a year in the life i i I went to the Mm -hmm. premiere you didn't you weren't there which was a great disappointment um but i'm sure you were busy and you were filming something um but the premiere was this overwhelming uh fan celebration so many people showed up in westwood it was it was Mm -hmm. craziness uh but i want you know they played winter there and I thought, mm-hmm. boy, this is really well done. Uh, they yeah. they felt like little rom coms. They felt like really high quality uh, uh, independent films. Um, mm-hmm. It didn't seem like television anymore. It seemed like it had graduated into something. You know, it morphed into sort of the film world. Um, mm-hmm. um, but I I didn't watch the other three episodes. I just don't like I I don't like watching myself. I don't I you know I I spent so much time with the show that I didn't watch it. And then I finally saw the scene with the flower and you and me and I, Lorelai had gone mm-hmm. to California to do her wilding. And I was so touched mm-hmm. by that scene. Mm-hmm. I was so moved by that scene because your character had come full circle and now you were the one taking care of me. Yeah. And it, and I actually teared up a little bit because I missed you so much and I know you're such a good guy and and what a perfect moment that was for me. And in all of the those four episodes, that was my favorite moment. That scene mm-hmm. was my favorite moment. Um, anyway, that's all I'll say about that. Let's get into your podcast. You have a podcast. 
you're doing a podcast with Stephen King. Yeah. Uh, tell us a little bit about that. That's fascinating. Um, I, I mean, I got approached just like an acting job. You know, I, I listen to podcasts and been in podcasts and I'm in the process of putting up a couple of my own in the scripted world, uh, which hopefully I can talk about soon. But this, I just, I got approached and, you know, I'd always grown up with Stephen King novels. And once I had a little bit of bravery to read some and, and understand the, the writing and find my favorites and all of that, I just, uh, I, I was a fan like anybody else. So when the opportunity came up to be a part of this, uh, I, I was familiar with the short story, but I hadn't read it. I know it was only 11 pages, but what I did read were the first three episodes that were written by Lee Metzger. And I just thought this writing is phenomenal. It 1000% captures the essence of a Stephen King story. And I'd like to do it. So, you know, just like a normal job, you line up, you meet people, although you're not going in for fittings, you're not going in for hair and makeup tests. You're just they're understanding what you're going to do with your voice and how it's going to go. So, and these murders happen in one section of time and then we jump forward and they're happening again. So you start to understand there's a serial killer and there is uh, an investigative journalist uh, that starts at the school paper, but also kind of graduates beyond that. Who's investigating these. And that's played by Garrett Hedlund. Uh, there's a gal that works the newspaper played by Sydney Sweeney. And I play, um, Garrett's friend, who's also a radio DJ at the time. And we're all just trying to make sense and understand what these killings are about and who's doing it and trying to like, just really figure it out. And in true Stephen King fashion, it's, it's dark and it's, it's scary and it's real and you kind of are haunted by it. And, you know, you're, you're really thinking about those things that kind of lurk under the bed or outside your window at night. Mm. Fantastic. Yeah. It's fantastic. What an interesting project. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Stephen King, he's all about, yeah, he's all about, you know, New Hampshire, Vermont, you know, the woods, yep. cold, Maine, <laughs> all that. Yeah. Fog, <laughs> fog rolling in every eight years, yeah, you know, yeah. my God. Yeah. Uh, that's great. Is so that's so those up. Ep- you're making those episodes now, and they're they're downloadable now. They're already they're already made. They're already made. I, right. it, it took me not a lot of time to shoot all eight gotcha. of my episodes. Okay. Um, yeah, they're out on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple oh, Podcast. Uh, new episodes come out every Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So I think there's three episodes now. We got five more on top of that, and um, and yeah, I mean it's it, the story really builds. I think it's great. I mean. You know, as a kid, I used to listen to these these radio plays when I'd go on road trips with my dad, like I said, and it's just, uh, this is exactly that. Mm-hmm. This is exactly mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. All right. I had I wasn't even aware of that. And then uh, they, yeah. the producers told me that you had a, a podcast. I was fascinated. Um, here's a question. Here's another fan question. Yeah. Um, You've played a couple of different iconic roles uh, uh, mm-hmm. in your career so far. Uh, many more to come. Uh, who, who do you think is? Uh, what do you think? Jack Pearson versus uh, Jess. Uh, mm-hmm. Who did you have more fun playing, or are you enjoying Jack Pearson as much as you played Jess? I, I enjoy Jack Pearson as much as I enjoy playing Jess. I mean, if, you know, for for me. And, and I, I know we've talked about this in terms of like acting and whatnot, but I, I really put myself into a character wholly, like, you know, W H O 
L Y, like just the whole thing. Um, I immerse myself in it uh, to the point where I can take that character off like a costume and leave them on set and step away and just be myself. Or when cut is called, I get to step away and be myself. So when I was 24, 25, 26, and I was playing Jess, I was completely invested. As I'm in my 40s now, playing Jack, I'm completely invested in Jack. And six years deep, the nice thing about a guy like Jack and what I was able to experience with Jess as well was knowing these men so deeply and so intimately that I was acting on instinct. All I had to do was truly learn my lines, show up, look my co-star in the eye, and then there's the character. You know, I'm in hair and the makeup, the wardrobe, you know, of course, kind of like puts you into that that mm -hmm. mode of, of the character, but it's all acting on instinct. So I, I enjoy it. I really do. Um, I'm sure, you know, these aren't the two defining characters I'll have mm -hmm. just like Peter Petrelli wasn't in addition, but I mean, you know, there's, there's a lot of men complex and incredibly simple that I would love to play that I'd love to kind of tell the stories of. Who are they? Who do you want to play? Who are you really itching to play? I mean, I tell you what, last year I was lined up to play Evil Knievel. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, we got we got shut down. I mean, I was fully transformed over. Uh -huh. um, at some point, I'll show you the photos, the uh, the portraits we took. Cause, whoa, people people thought they were like, oh, yeah, you're going to look just like him. I'm like, no, that's me. That's not him. That's me. That's not him. <laughs> um, I'd like to get back to that project. And play evil evil that was uh you know he's 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 an icon and he's an american legend um he was also uh not an amazing husband and not an amazing father in ways right. and really had uh a tough outlook on the people that were supporting him and that he just didn't treat well right. so he's, he was a complex character a very complex man that i i would like to get back to that and the I, stories we we had lined up for the six episodes we were going to do i mean we're wow what a journey you know i grew up with him i i grew up with that guy um i mean he was part of the entertainment of my youth yeah you know, it seemed like every month or every couple of months evil knievel was going to set another record jumping his motorcycle mm -hmm. over you know now 30 buses or 40 buses mm -hmm. or something in the houston astrodome or wherever and yeah. he always fell and he always broke dozens of bones in his legs his hips his i mean he was always in surgery he was always <laughs> but you know what he always did and what, what his biggest message was what you get back up you get back up no matter what you're going to fall, but you're always going to get back up. And I think that was what people identified with. Yes. People, people yeah, would sure, for sure. watch him to see the crash, but also that triumphant get back up, even in the most pain. Like when he crashed at Wembley, I think it was, he'd made an announcement saying, this is the last time I'm ever going to jump. I mean, that dude was really broken once that happened. Right. really broken right. but he had to as a point get up and walk out of that stadium even though oh. he had help but he had to do it oh. he could not do it what, a, what it was a, a big inspiration to kids you know it was a big message of his you know i mean he did a lot of other bad shit, 
but he, <laughs> he, he got back up. I just it was staggering to watch a man put yeah. himself through that. Yeah, I mean, you're a I little know, kid. Right? You're watching this guy, and they're showing it in slow motion. The thing I remember most about Evil Knievel is his attempt to jump the Grand Canyon in that rocket car. And then uh, oh, yeah. the, the slow motion replays on ABC's Wide World of Sports of him crashing and the and his bones break. You could see his bones breaking on on the on the concrete when he went. I mean, it was just like, what is this guy doing? Yeah. Uh, so that yeah. project is still still has life. You can go back. You're going to go back and do that. Maybe. Yeah, we're we're trying to figure that out. I mean, you know, we we got shut down because of COVID, right. um, where the whole world just stopped. And then ultimately, I personally ran out of time to be able to go film that because it was six episodes. It was a pretty big, ambitious project. And we were also producing it. So, you know, we knew that we we could step away from it and hopefully go back to it. So I think mm-hmm. right now there's conversations about bringing that back next spring. Once mm-hmm. I wrap This Is Us, mm-hmm. you know, go blonde again, put uh, put my fake hairy chest on and <laughs> and uh, get back into the, the, the white leathers. Um <laughs> But yeah, I'm sure. I mean, you know, when you spend six years on a show too, you know, you know this. It's like when it's done, you're kind of ready to take a break, but you're also peaked to know what else is out there. Uh-huh. You know, what other opportunities can 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 I, I jump on? What other characters can I play? Because as an artist, you know, I, I always want to challenge myself and I want to grow and I want to play things that aren't the same as what I've been doing. Like, you know, I, I wouldn't, I don't need to play another Jack Pearson father, even though people see me in that light right now, because well, I've done it for six years. Mm-hmm. Maybe I need to do something different. Like Evil Can Evil was right. the complete opposite. Because they're going to come after you for every Jack Pearson role there oh, is. Oh yeah. yeah, oh of course. Of they're going to want you to play that for the rest of your life. Yeah. Sure, and I could probably make a nice, nice living and a nice career of that, but it also it's like I wouldn't be satisfying for me. I'd, right. I'd rather just you know, I don't know, learn how to go like shaping knives in japan for the rest of my life that was the case i don't know right exactly i mean yeah uh yeah keep learning keep changing um yeah absolutely why do you think here's another fan question this is from maggie from oh moosehead lake why do you think gilmore is so special and has stood the test of time uh i think it's a bit of wish fulfillment and i think it's got a magical quality quality to it Mm-hmm. At the same time, I think it shows on an emotional level experiences that we all go through. As simple as that, you know, it, it, it's, it's wish fulfillment. Everybody wants to live in the small town with the gazebo. That's the wish part. Mm-hmm. Uh, the emotional side, we all experience, you know, love. We all experience heartbreak. We all experience coming across some zany characters in our, in our worlds. Um, but at the same time, all we're looking for is companionship and happiness and love and and hopefully support. Right. I think that's a big thing. And you know, I think I think Gilmore had a lot of that. It had a lot of supportful, like su- not supporting, but uh, there was there were a lot of characters that were, yes, uh, I'll say it, supporting others, you know, in in an emotional way. A lot of love, a lot of love there. A lot of love. Okay, here we have Jennifer from Dallas. What was your favorite? Okay, here's a Jess question. What was your favorite part of Jess, and what was your least favorite part of Jess? Um, 
I think they might have been one of the same, his confidence. Because I think he had a lot of confidence and he also had a lot of insecurities. And he kind of had to find his way back to that center, back to that middle. And it made him complex. It made him have to discover these sides of his existence that were constantly battling inside of him. You know, the exposure to the vulnerability, but yet the bravado of, no, I know exactly the answer to these 20 questions because I'm kind of a kid genius and I read. Um, you know, I, I, those are my favorite sides of Jess. I just, I, I really liked that. And, and I liked when he would allow that vulnerability to happen and he was rewarded for it. You know, kind of like those breakthrough moments with Luke or the breakthrough moments with his father that we only got a glimpse of or those breakthrough moments with Rory that we that we understood were happening. I think those moments were wonderful because it happens in life. We all do that. We put ourselves out there. We may speak honestly, but yet with the uh, idea that maybe somebody's not going to respond well, but the fear is just us projecting what could what we think may happen versus well, having a good honest conversation and that just usually comes with being an adult mm -hmm. you know hmm. well i don't think they could have picked uh, a better actor to play jess i don't think they could have picked a better actor to play jack pearson um i think when you have the experience of working with Milo and I'm talking to my audience directly. It's, it's working at an, in an elevated place. Um, when you would come on the set and we would do our work, um, there was something very, very calming, um, working with you about working with you. Uh, and I miss it and I miss yeah. you and I love you, brother. Yeah, me too, man. And me too, bud. I'm so happy for all of your success and please continued success. Uh, Thanks, I think you're, I, th I think you're just scratching the surface of where you're going to go in this business. I hope, I hope so. I mean, look, you know, if I'm just scratching the surface, hopefully I can just create other opportunities where guys like us can get back on a set, you know, mm -hmm. because I feel exactly the same way. I love the experience. Whenever I think about it, I always go back to like immediately standing outside of the diner, middle of the night workshop and lines. And you're like, you know how you remember a long passage? I go, no, Scott, how do you remember a long passage? And you go, you say the sentence, but then you tack on the first word of the next sentence. And then you just string them all together. I never I never, thought about that. Okay. Yeah, that was my but trick. But, dude, we, we, we would just work. I forgot about work that. And work. But it, but it, was, it was always exciting. And it was yeah. always fun. And yeah. it was like, oh, this is going to be, this is going to be good. This is going to be a good 45 yeah. takes let's do it yeah 40 because we'd have to do that many takes for sure um yeah it was a lot so all right buddy you have to please come back I on will. absolutely uh, will, we have so absolutely many things will. we can talk about other than gilmore girls and uh, i know i know i could i could be uh andy to your conan yeah <laughs> we go val uh all Seriously. the best um yeah and thanks for coming on thank you for your time uh, always man always ladies and gentlemen you, i love you Love you, buddy. Uh, Milo Ventimiglia, have a great day. We'll talk you soon, too, buddy. Man. Okay. We'll talk soon, man. Thanks, right. God. Bye. All right, bye.
everybody, and don't forget, follow us on Instagram at I am all in podcast and email us at Gilmore at iHeartRadio.com. Oh, you Gilmore fans, if you're looking for the best cup of coffee in the world, go to my website for my company, ScottyP.com, S-C-O-T-T-Y-P.com, ScottyP.com. Grade one specialty coffee. All summer, the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, They have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.